0: Welcome to another podcast with Bealance and Tennis. We are going to focus on the fitness side of things today with our guests. With tennis becoming more and more of a physical sport on your body, both on-court and off-court training is a must. Today, we have with us founder and president of Tip Top Training, Mindy Epstein. Mindy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for spending some time with us today. (laughs) <laughs> That's great. So let's let's kind of get started. Obviously, you had a um, tennis background, and you played at a very high level. You played at Ohio State. Uh, you guys won a big Ten championship. Let tell us kind of your story. How did you get involved and become interested in the physical training aspect of sports? So, um, well, I
1: studied Kinesiology at Ohio State, and um, I also run a mentor, Bob Guida, who is a world-renowned sports rehab and trainer.
0: Got it. Now is this something, you said you studied it in, in, in college, was it something that you wanted to understand a little bit more about how the body worked, not just in tennis, but in, in sports in general, or was this something that... Yeah, I think I just fell into kinesiology. I had no idea what I wanted to do when
1: I got out of college. I know that, you know, I played you know, at Ohio State, and uh, the training was pretty simple. It was more running uh, running than doing any kind of training that we're doing right now. I, I think that a lot of coaches in college also still have the old school just running distance uh, instead of working on you know, more explosive work and, uh, and injury prevention. Um, so I got a great great background with Bob Um we, we trained quite a few uh, professional athletes. I mean, it's good to age me, but uh, Jimmy Connors, and McEnroe, and um, the Blackhawks, and Chicago Bears, and Jim McMahon, um, and worked with some of the soccer teams, so I think I pretty much uh, got lucky meeting Bob Guida as my mentor um, right out of
0: college. Oh, that's great. That's great that you had those client- that clientele to work with. So, just for the listeners... No, Tip Top Training, they have two locations, one in Northbrook and one in Hinsdale. How do you go about using both the clubs, whether it's on court or you use the area high schools or the tracks as part of your training grounds for your athletes? Yeah, so in Northbrook, I have run my company out of uh, lumber bracket club, and we are on court. Um, we
1: don't use you know any equipment at all, very little equipment of, like, own body weight, um, and working on you know core training, uh, having explosive legs using bands and medicine balls, and uh, lots of um, footwork and movement. So we need the core to actually do specific movement for for different sports. So for example, for tennis, we we do a lot of uh, you know recovery. How to work with recovery steps? Um, and the resistance band has been big. It's great for for our clients, Um, and it's really helped them to get quicker and more uh, explosive off the ground after after their first step. Um, So we use the cord at both clubs. Summertime, we try to go out, outside in both areas. Uh, last year, working in Downers Grove at the high school, Downers Grove North. So it's been uh, really a great run for the last 20 years of my life here, working
0: with these great athletes. Um, yeah. So what type of athletes do you? I mean, are are we looking at ages? Are we starting at 10 years old? Or are we looking at just high school players? Just people looking at playing a sport in college?
1: Uh, Hand coordination, working on balance, and teaching teaching these kids how to become a better athlete, how to run. You know, how do you run? How do you lift your legs? How do you move your arms? You know, mechanically working on with these kids that have no idea how to move. And by the time they're ten years old, they're they're moving you better, and they can stand on one leg and balance for for a minute uh, versus ten seconds. So, and then we work through. uh,
0: Right. I see that. And I, uh, also something that you do that I really like, you, you do a mix often with the younger kids and the older kids, often on the same court. And it's such a big motivating factor for those little kids to see the older kids doing the same thing they do. Now, you mentioned the pros um, a couple sentences before. Obviously, are they in tune with the program and what you're doing and what you're working on with the individuals so they can kind of supplement that as far as the tennis training goes? As far as the tennis training goes, like they're looking for specific movement. Let's say they're feeding a ball out wide to the forehand, and they want, and you want to see them load on one leg. Are they kind of is the is the kid or are you talking to the pros on what you're working with in their development or their athlete or is it kind of yeah. just a separate deal? So what I like to do is communicate, have the pros in the area that I have some
1: kind of um, you know relationship with and talk To them about what each athlete needs, um, and not just tennis but like soccer players and uh, golfers. But we, you know, like to communicate with the pros and say, hey, what is it that you need to work on? Um, what does each kid need to work on? Like Michelle Bacala needs upper body strength, and she's going to Iowa next year. So we've been focusing uh, obviously on footwork but also upper body. Um or another athlete needs more balance work. So you know we'll talk about the the pros say you know, okay, well the footwork needs to be like this and I actually will go out and speak with the the
0: pros and you know say okay show me exactly what you need No that's great. Okay, it really helps. Yeah that's great that it's a that it's a team uh, you have a team working together on that and it's not just isolation because obviously the uh, more people on board with everything is just better for the athlete. So, you're seeing a ton of injuries. I mean, gosh, in the, in the ATP World Tour Finals, five of the top uh, eight players in the world were injured. Um, you mentioned um, you were aging yourself a little bit when you mentioned uh, Johnny Mack and Jimmy Thomas. You're not aging yourself that much. So, um, What have you noticed? Obviously, the equipment with the rackets and the string, but the physicality of the sport. Do you mind speaking a little bit about that? As far as the biggest difference you've noticed, um, you know, in the past twenty years ago, and what you're emphasizing on because of the that change? Well, I had it
1: like I said. I had a phenomenal mentor, so he was basically on top of the world. This guy, so I got all, we guided. But ever since the day I started working with him, core training was a focus. Okay, obviously, core is the center of your body and your lower back and your obliques be the number one focus of your body getting stronger. Everything works off to your core. It's like the center of your body. And um from there, um, you need to you know, I just know that you need to work on your rotator cuff. Like I'm working with one of the best baseball players at New Church right now and, you know, working on he's a pitcher. So you need to work on the rotator cuff, shoulder you know, ninety degrees above your head and also uh, side to the side. But I feel like, you know, injury prevention is huge because, you know, these kids and these pros are getting injured all the time and they're pounding way too much. They're doing too much running. Right. Um, some of the kids are playing too much the sports. I'm not just playing tennis but like playing like seven days a week soccer and um, they need a balance between uh injury prevention um, and training, so.
0: Now, do you do, um, is your business mostly private, like one-on-one, or do you do more in a group setting, or do you do both equally? Um,
1: I do mostly, I'd say a lot more groups because it's more economical, but we do some privates, um, especially when a kid is just starting to work with us. We want to make sure that they have the mechanics correct, you know, when we're starting they. They don't feel like they're behind, but I think
0: group training is huge, and um, we just started working with adult programming right now, so that's, that's always fun. Oh, yeah. That's great. So, you know, if anyone's in the Illinois area near Hinsdale or Northbrook and want to take a drive out to one of those locations, um, Tip Top Training it's great. There, I cannot say enough good things about it, from my own opinion and from everyone that has that partaken in their program you can go on their website is there a, a best way to contact you, Mindy? Um, you can um, go to
1: info at okay. um, or, Yeah, That would be a great way
0: to get a hold of me. Okay, so info at tiptoptraining.com, is that right? Correct. Perfect, and go check out their website too, the people who are listening, go check out their website, it gives a very um, thorough explanation uh, what they do and their staff and should answer a lot of your questions before you have any more specifics uh, to ask Mindy so Mindy I just wanted to thank you for taking the time and, um, talking a little bit about your involvement how you got involved in, in the physical aspect of, of training in sports and uh, a lot about tip top training appreciate the time thank you very much, thank you much. talk to you soon alright talk to you soon Mindy okay. <laughs> thanks again That was Mindy Epstein again, founder and president of Tip Top Training. Thank you, Mindy, for having the time. I can't uh, emphasize it enough. If you guys are in the area, go check out Tip Top Training. It's not just tennis players. They train all athletes. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Mindy, and we will be back with another podcast soon. Thank you.